Support for the MPT Clinical Files comes from the PT Hustle. The PT Hustle's one-on-one -on -one coaching takes out the guesswork of MPT preparation, allowing the unlicensed physical therapist to get a tailored direction and structure that they need in order to pass the MPTE. So forget about the constant frustration of not knowing how to get your score above a 600. Sign up for an in-depth NPTE preparation evaluation today. And that is to get a tailored plan for how to reach NPTE success. Sign up at theptehustle.com forward slash services. Again, that is theptehustle.com forward slash services. The NPTE clinical files is intended to be used as a learning resource for unlicensed physical therapists preparing for the National Physical Therapy Examination. The NPTE clinical files is intended literally for entertainment and educational purposes only. No clinical decision-making should be based on only one source. Therefore, this podcast should not be used as the sole source of personal, clinical, legal, or medical advice. While care has been taken to ensure the accuracy of all answers and rationales, on a rare occasion, mistakes and factual errors can be present, as we are only human. From the creator of the PT Hustle, this is NPTE Clinical Files, one mock NPTE-based question told and solved week by week. Thank you for tuning in. Kyle Rice here, the NPTE Prep Coach, the founder of the PT Hustle and creator of the NPTE Prep Success Course. If you haven't already joined the Smart NPTE Prep Group that's on Facebook, you need to do so now. Every single week we go through challenge questions just like these clinical files as well as provide tips and strategies in order to help you dominate your next MPTE. So if you haven't already, go ahead and join Smart MPTE Prep Group today on Facebook. All right, and today we are going to go through our next clinical file with our patient named Shirley. And Shirley is a 48-year-old female with a past medical history of hypothyroidism. She complains of difficulty performing all of her ADLs and states that her stamina has decreased tremendously over the past six months. Upon examination, she is found to have non-pitting edema, poor peripheral circulation, and dry skin. Which of the following symptoms or signs would the therapist most likely find upon further examination? All right, so A is mixed edema. B is distal muscle weakness, C is hyperreflexia, and D is paresthesias in a glove stocking distribution. All right, so when we're starting this specific question, we have to look at this first sentence. You know, surely 48-year-old female, okay, but the past medical history of hypothyroidism is important. Now, a lot of students tend to miss questions uh, in the other system section when we're talking about trying to determine what the signs and symptoms of a hyperthyroidism, a hypothyroidism, hypoparathyroidism, you know, all those different ones because they can be somewhat confused. So already, if you're not understanding what hypothyroidism, that's the first error. We need to go back and understand that. So the thyroid uh, as far as the body is concerned, is responsible primarily for the metabolism, turning your food into energy so that your body can use that energy in order to perform daily activities, right? And if you have hypothyroidism, it's really a shot to your system, a shot to your energy level. 
to where overall the body just runs at a decreased functioning state. I mean, you're under-functioning, underperforming, and so you're going to see signs and symptoms you know, related to bradycardia, muscular weakness, decrease in stamina, you know, those sorts of things that are really consistent with a underproductive body, an underproductive energy level, all right? And so in this question, we're already given some information about hypothyroidism. In the next sentence, it states that she complains of difficulty performing her ADLs and states that her stamina has decreased tremendously over the past six months. Okay, that's consistent with hypothyroidism. Then it says, upon examination, she is found to have non-pitting edema, poor peripheral circulation, and dry skin. Also consistent with hypothyroidism, all right? All those things so far have just been supporting the idea that she has hypothyroidism. It's not really guiding you necessarily to a specific answer choice here. And then the last sentence, it says, which of the following signs or symptoms would the therapist most likely find upon further examination? All right. And so it's our job as the physical therapist in this situation to determine, okay, what are we going to see? What signs and symptoms are we going to see from this point? All right. And so our first answer, A, is myxedema, spelled M-Y-X, E-D-E-M-A, myxedema. And so myxedema is a, a situation, it is a condition in which proteins find their way into the dermis, all right? And then once those proteins uh, find their way, since they are hydrophilic, they are going to attract water content. And so you're going to start to get a lot of water content in the dermis layer, all right, of the skin. And that is going to create what is known as this non-pitting edema, all right? And so it's, it's consistent with even what is being said in the question. The question already says she is found to have non-pitting edema, all right? And so A, guess what? I mean, that's, that's correct. I mean, that fits with hypothyroidism. I like that answer. But as always, you know that we have to roll out the rest of them. Let's take a look at B. B says distal muscle weakness. Now, for uh, hypothyroidism, it is known to have, uh, patients with hypothyroidism, I should say, are known to have proximal muscle weakness. However, this can often be confused. A lot of people tend to just memorize that it's proximal and then forget. Um, so let's talk about this a little bit more. Now, the reason why uh, people have proximal muscle weakness with hypothyroidism is because their proximal muscles are going to convert from the fast-twitch muscle fibers that they have into slow-twitch muscle fibers, all right? That, that is what uh, research has shown us. That is what um, is currently accepted in literature, is that there's this conversion from fast-twitch to slow-twitch muscle fibers, and therefore, now, your muscles that should be your proximal muscles that should be contracting, you know, at a relatively fast rate are now contracting slower and they're now relaxing slower, all right? And so this comes off as weakness and the patient is known to have proximal muscle weakness, all right? And so B here is opposite of what we would say. It should be proximal. It says distal. We eliminate B. The next answer, C is hyperreflexia. 
This goes back to what I was saying before about how hypothyroidism is like an underproductive or underfunctioning of the thyroid gland. So what we're really expecting is, is really more hypo responses or decreased responses, not necessarily hyper responses. So the fact that this person has hyperreflexia, I tend to automatically discount that just because it's it's like an elevated response, it's a hyper response. I would expect that with a hyperthyroidism, all right? Hyperreflexia, hyperthyroidism. But with a hypothyroidism, I'm expecting more of prolonged, delayed, deep tendon reflexes, all right? So you can see a little pattern there. So we eliminate C here. The next one is D, paresthesias in a glove stocking distribution. Now with hypothyroidism, can you get paresthesias into the extremities? Yes. Glove stocking distribution, not really, all right? Glove stocking distribution, I really uh, would associate that with maybe a diabetic polyneuropathy, um, a Guillain-Barre syndrome, something like that, not a hypothyroidism. But I'm not going to leave it there. I will tell you that when it comes down to hypothyroidism, one condition, secondary condition that you will see with this is a carpal tunnel syndrome. All right, and that's due to uh, most often the myxedema where there's an increased amount of fluid that builds up in and around the carpal tunnel, causing the compression and therefore the secondary carpal tunnel syndrome, all right? And so again, when you're thinking about any type of neural consequences from hypothyroidism, carpal tunnel should pop up in your head. Uh, that's definitely something that comes along with that. Uh, however, we are not looking at not expecting paresthesias in a glove stocking distribution, all right? So that eliminates distal muscle weakness, eliminates hyperreflexia, eliminates the paresthesias like we were just talking about in a glove stocking distribution. The answer to this is A, mix edema, mix edema, all right? And so as always, after these clinical files, I challenge you to take yourself to the next level. What if this patient had hyperthyroidism? What specific signs and symptoms would you see? What would be different? All right, what would possibly be the same? Are there any signs and symptoms that are the same? You know, take yourself to the next level. What if this patient had hypoparathyroidism? What signs and symptoms would you see? All right, and lastly, what implications are there for the physical therapist? Yes, Shirley, this 48-year-old female, she has this history of hypothyroidism, great, but what do you do as a physical therapist? If she came into your clinic, what's your first moves? What are your first interventions that you would use to treat her? Or would you treat her at all? Those are the questions that you are going to be asked on the MPT, on your practice exams, that may be a little curveball to you, but you have to elevate yourself, take yourself to the next level and dominate. All right, I can't wait to see you next week for the next clinical file. I know you're going to love it. Talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning in to the MPTE Clinical Files. Support for MPTE Clinical Files comes from the PT Hustle. The PT Hustle's one-on-one -on -one coaching takes out the guesswork of MPTE preparation, allowing unlicensed PTs to get the tailored direction and structure that they need in order to pass the MPTE. 
Do you need one-on-one coaching? Do you need that additional structure and direction in your life? Well, you need to sign up for an in-depth MPT preparation evaluation today. Sign up at theptHustle.com forward slash services. Again, that is theptHustle.com forward slash services.